0: Hey guys, it's Keith. I wanted to share some mini-episodes with you because I want to be there to help encourage and support you as you do the work that's transforming your life in beautiful ways. I want to share with you ideas and things that you can use that are actually doable, easy to understand, and apply in your life. And as you listen, please remember that you're closer than you think. You know, I have talked to many people over the last few years who feel like because they are going through something, that they're dealing with trauma, that they are in the process of healing, that they are in no condition to help others or cannot make a positive impact upon the world. But nothing could be further from the truth. Now, what happened to you may not have been fair. And you may have deep wounds or trauma as a result of being someone else's collateral damage. You may still feel deeply hurt because another person chose to live a kind of scorched earth lifestyle, obliterating everything and everyone in their path, including you. And that is truly a terrible situation. And when things like that happen to you as a child, it's compounded even more because those wounds don't simply disappear with time. I mean, it's a pretty thought that time heals all wounds, but it it just isn't always true. I believe that every human has something to deal with, some kind of wound, trauma, some kind of programming that's embedded in us when we were younger. And some of us grow up and recognize it and do work to heal ourselves from the aftermath. Some of us grow and remain prisoners of that pain and feel helpless as it infects, you know, seemingly every area of our lives. So we walk around in a state of hurt. And like the old saying goes, hurt people hurt people. Now, I'm convinced that this is one of the most powerful influences on the state of the world. Imagine this. There are nearly 8 billion people on Earth. That's a lot of humans. If the majority of us are living with some degree of emotional pain, trauma or hurt, destructive programming, what effect is that having on literally everything and everybody? How is that affecting world events? You know, because so-called leaders are humans too. How is it impacting each country, each city, each neighborhood, your family? I was an automotive technician for several years. And the way I was trained was to diagnose issues on a vehicle by going beyond the symptoms and pinpointing the root cause. And if you didn't do that, you'd end up trying to repair the symptoms rather than what was actually causing the issue in the first place. And then the issue would just remain no matter what you did. So here we are. It doesn't take a lot of brain power to see that the overall state of things on planet Earth isn't great. I mean, governments are riddled with corruption, every government. Humans are fighting and killing each other. Corporate greed is killing both humans and the planet. Various forms of addiction are killing millions of people who are looking for some sort of escape from the pain of it all. and Things are pretty much a mess. So what's the root cause of all of this? Well, that's a loaded question, I admit, with lots of opinions and more than one possible answer. But I am 100% convinced that one huge factor is directly tied to the degree that each individual has healed their hurt or trauma. Hurt people hurt people. Some of these hurt people grew up to be heads of state, CEOs, school teachers, religious leaders, and so on. Some of these hurt people have families and pass their hurt and programming to the next generation, so it perpetuates. Now, I'm not naive, and I know that a perfect utopia may never come to pass here on planet Earth. But what do you think would happen if just half of 8 billion people dealt with their pain? What if just one billion people did? How would that influence the state of the world? And please understand that some pain that uh, some people carry around isn't always the result of what we may call a particularly horrific event like abuse, murder, and so on. People's lives are often derailed over things like job loss, the end of a relationship, financial stress, an unrealized dream, and so on. Now, on the surface, we may think that such things are lesser events, quote unquote, when compared to things like abuse, murder or whatever. You know, but there really isn't a scale where we weigh the effects of one kind of pain versus another. All pain has an effect. And sometimes it's accumulative, things that have built up over time. And again, hurt people hurt people. So what's my point in all of this? It's this. The next time you feel hate towards someone because of their political beliefs, maybe pause and consider why you feel the way that you do and what does it say about your own emotional state. And then give the other person the same consideration. What is the root cause behind the beliefs that you both hold so dear? Where do those beliefs come from and why do you believe what you do? It's called self-awareness. Maybe the next time you berate a coworker, for something they did, perhaps pause and consider what's driving your feelings and then consider why that person did what they did. Maybe they were simply untrained or scared to make a decision because of your wrath. Or maybe the next time you enter into an intimate relationship with someone, stop and think about how your expectations of them affect them and where do those expectations come from. And seek to understand how your views and emotional state of them affect the relationship and how theirs affects you. What if you work to heal your own pain, your own hurt, even if it requires, and it often does, the professional help of a good therapist? I mean, whatever it takes. I'm not talking about living in a state of passivity, being a doormat, or not making a stand on anything. Far from it. I'm simply talking about the first step towards improving things. It's taking personal responsibility and accountability for your role. Because one of the most powerful actions you can take to improve the state of the world is healing yourself. It might just be the most powerful thing that you do. It makes you part of the solution. And, you know, because before you can demand change from other people, you must first change yourself. You must first be willing to change. I'm reminded of a story I read once about Gandhi. Um, And a young mother came to him with her small child, a young son. And they waited in line to get to speak to Gandhi. And when they finally got up to uh, him, had the opportunity to talk to him, the mom asked um, Gandhi to speak with her son about his addiction to sugar, about eating too much sugar. Gandhi paused and asked her to come back in two weeks and said he would talk to the boy then. Now, the mom was confused and didn't really understand, but you know she complied with his request. And two, two weeks later, they returned. And after waiting for a couple of hours in line, she was finally able to approach Gandhi once again. And once he heard her request again, Gandhi immediately spoke to the boy and talked to him about his uh, addiction to sugar and the effects and so forth. And the young boy agreed to begin working uh, to eliminate sweets from his life. And after thanking Gandhi for his you know, wise insights and encouragement to her son, the mother wondered why. He had asked her to wait for two weeks before coming back and asking the exact same question. And Gandhi replied, upon your visit two weeks ago, I too was eating sugar. Think about that. Gandhi explained that he couldn't speak or teach her son about not eating sugar when he himself had not taken that journey. So whatever changes you would like to see in the world and your society, in your home, it all has to begin with you. That every moment be an example of how to teach and how to counsel. That your every action be a reflection of what you believe because, you know what? Your actions already are a reflection of what you believe. So the commitment to change, uh, I mean, there really aren't any days off, not, not really any excuses. Uh, if you want to see change in the world, you have to first change yourself. And like Gandhi, I'm not just uh, preaching from my you know lofty spot high on the mountain of, of enlightenment, <laughs> because I've hit rock bottom so many times I've lost count. And when I hit rock, rock bottom, you know the last time back in 2018, I had to do a lot of deep work on myself. And because I was hurt by the end of a long term relationship and the role I played in it, but mostly I was hurt that I was the common denominator in much of the pain and disappointment that I had been experiencing for many years. And if living in this world was ever going to feel beautiful to me again, I knew that I had to change myself. If I wanted to see a better world, I had to first offer a better me. Now, I did a lot of healing over the next year. I pretty much went into hiding. And, and by 2019, I took my healing journey on the road as a nomad. And I told myself many times, look, I might be bruised, but I'm not broken. I may be bruised, but I'm not broken. And sometime in October of 2020, I actually wrote a song incorporating that phrase. You know, I healed in many other ways, but this particular song was an expression of the healing I was experiencing around loving myself and others. I'm going to share it now just uh, because I shared one of my original songs on a uh, one of my most recent mini podcasts, I had so much positive feedback on it. People saying, oh, please share more. And I won't make a habit of sharing music on here because this really isn't a music podcast. But, you know, hey, when it's appropriate, I'm going to throw one out there. So this song is called Thinking About You, and I hope you enjoy it. But just keep in mind that all of the change that you want to see, it has to start somewhere, right? It has to start somewhere. And most importantly, it has to start with someone. Let it be with you. And I'll make the same commitment to you. And just think if we can get more and more people to make that same commitment, then bam, we are changing the world. So without further ado, here's the song, Thinking About You.
1: I know you Just a figment of imagination Giving me the sensation That maybe I don't walk alone after all spoken in words, you only come to me in dreams, cause you're not real, even though it seems I could reach out, I could touch you, I could feel you, you can keep all the money, your accolades, it all means nothing, give me love, cause that means something to me. And I might be bruised, but I'm not broken, my love's much more than a token, the way I feel cannot be spoken in words. Yeah, I'm sitting here thinking about you, wondering if you ever think about me, I already know that can never be, cause I don't know you. Thank you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this mini episode and are excited about where you are in life and the possibilities that exist for you. If you liked it, please share it with a friend or someone you know who could use a little extra encouragement on their journey today. Thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you again soon.